Hello, welcome to another episode of We The People Podcast. I'm your host, Donald Jefferson, and today we are going to be talking about an issue that um, that is in Atlanta or in, a, or in the Atlanta or like near the Atlanta area uh, that it actually may be affecting a lot of people, um, might be something statewide. There was a recent article um, or um, recent article saying that a lot of uh, places in Atlanta is rejecting Section 8. Why is that important? It is important because now some of the people are actually more pe- putting more people, making more people homeless, right? Some people say, hey, get a job or, you know, saying improve your credit. But sometimes I can understand to where it gotten so bad to where they didn't interview for a lady to where it's like she was saying that she had nowhere to go, her and her kids. Now, her kids are grown grown men, so there's no excuse for that. But it was now a lot of people are living in tents, which I'm just thinking, like, that should not happen. And with all the inflation going on, with all the people trying to recover from COVID, which depending on the apartment, um, you know what I'm saying, complex or company, rather, because... People do buy buy apartment complexes like like Monopoly, um, and some people don't know this. The um, but a lot of apartment complexes still evicted people while COVID was still going on. Now on the same on the flip side, a lot of people, a lot of um, like you know, saying owners saying that they lost money from that, and now they're trying to recoup. Now everything is basically back to normal. So. Um, now, there are people rejecting, you know, say places in Atlanta rejecting Section Eight, and and I'm a, I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna go from the um from the owners' perspective or the manager's perspective, and I'm gonna do it from the um the tenants' perspective. Now, here is the perspective from management. Now. There are people, a lot of reasons, I'm sorry, the reason why a lot of managers are turning Section 8 down is because they leave it in a worse condition than before. Now, a lot of times, um, like, and people, and I actually remember that a lot of people, especially when I was doing, um, I worked at apartment complex, so you had to... When we did trash outs, basically uh, everything that they left behind or they try to be slick and skip out on their rent and they left to go to another place, they would leave all their stuff and we would have to trash everything out. And some of them, like, I'm not going to lie to you, it was the, the place was disgusting. It was like holes in the wall, doors unhinged. And imagine going through that a lot of the times. They say some of their um, kids are rude, you know what I'm saying, Disrespect, disrespectful, uh, bring down the complex. And like I said, I, I've seen it went into this firsthand to where it's like it made, it brought down the, the um, like the, like the morality of the, uh, of, you know what I'm saying, for people to stay there. And people, people will call this name, will call. You be like, hey, you want to go there? Like, hell no, they they ghetto as hell. 
I mean, I could tell you stories on top of stories of how people were acting and interacting. It was like, it was no joke. It was like, sometimes if you bring that hood mentality, so what would they say? Sorry, let me scratch that. Um, I got this. It's like, you can take a out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the, because everywhere they went, it was just like, it felt like you was in the hood. And my place wasn't that bad, but it was just like, they kind of brought down the value of the place. And like I said, a lot of them skipped out. A lot of them couldn't pay. And once I found out, we found out how much you can pay. I'm like, oh, you couldn't pay this? You couldn't pay this. Wow. And also another reason why that a lot of um, owners are skip trying to skip out on it is because, like, all the hassle you got to do. Because, remember, you have to do a you have to do an inspection. And if you find something wrong, well, schedule an appointment. I'm sorry, you got a schedule an appointment. They come. They find anything wrong. You got to fix it. Then they come back. You got to reschedule, do another appointment so they can come back, look at it, move in the tenant. And sometimes it can be dragged on. Sometimes ours was pretty fast because we knew someone that actually came and we became, they became cool with us with the, uh, I guess, with the property manager at the time. So we didn't have that problem, but there are some places where it takes weeks or months to get that person in. And then finally, the, one of the reasons, uh, and this is the absolute, I would say, the most common sense one to me, was that they didn't make no money. And there, so, there was one woman who said that she got behind on her rent. Her, kid, her kids are about to get kicked out. They're about to get evicted. And she only owed, she, for two months, she only owed I think it was $98. I kid you not. This is about 50-something-year-old woman that could not pay $98. You're getting evicted for $98. Do you know how insulting that is? Now I'm saying all, but I'm thinking that a lot of times that they go through this. A lot of managers go through this. It's not, to them, it's not worth the headache. It's not worth uh, all this work. So, they're turning it down because they have to, they have to like, you know, say, keep up with everything with the, you know what I'm saying, to keep everything uh, afloat. And with the inflation, it's like they want to, they want to get their cut of the money, which is understandable. So, I mean, if you don't make money, you're going to lose, you're going to lose your business. So I can understand that perspective. Now. Here is the tenant's version. Let's say I'm not a bad tenant. Let's say that, you know what I'm saying, like, um, you know say, let's say, not for me, but let's say there's a, I know a friend, she had, you know what I'm saying, she got kids, right? And she asked, she put in a work, work order, work request to get her something fixed. Nothing does get fixed. Nothing don't get fixed, and they take their sweet ass time. So, and she wondering, like, when something's going on, she go to the office, not to be confrontational, but to be like, hey, nothing getting fixed. And let me tell you, one of the bitch-ass moves uh, a property would do is they will lock the door. And not only that, some of them would say that, will call the cops on you and say that they don't feel safe. And let you be a guy, oh, my God, it is, that's, that's it's going to be a problem. But, um... But I had a you know friend that like stuff kept on happening, 
And so like now she has to move and have no, you know what I'm saying? Have nowhere to go trying to make things happen. That's why I say that I want to talk about from two perspectives. Cause there are good uh, tenants out there who are on section eight. Maybe, you know what I'm saying? Maybe they lost their job and trying to, you know, trying to, you know saying? Bounce back. And granted with kids, great. Um, like I said, it's, for me, Section 8 is really for for mothers and, and children, not necessarily for, for, like, guys or, you know what I'm saying, single guy. Well, if you have kids, I think it would be. But if you're single, it's like, oh, well, which I think that's a problem, too. But now you're putting out not only a good tenant that, that really didn't give no problems, but you haven't followed through what you're supposed to do, keeping the place up. And... um. And the the place that my friends are, they they got their feelings and try to sabotage her to where she had to put a ring doorbell like you know what I'm saying doing disrespectful like coming in when she's not there. And one thing I was taught, my mom taught me when I was little. She was like, if they come in, nobody comes to your place unless you're physically there, because you don't know what they could what they could go through. You don't know if they want to you know have sticky fingers. You know, you just never know. That's one thing I've learned. And also, too, um, I would, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's, it's so much stuff that, like, you know what I'm saying, like, just getting stuff fixed. Paying, you know what I'm saying, paying rent. And I can understand if someone say, oh, if I don't pay the rent as leverage. But at the same time, it's like a, it's like a double-edged sword. It could work sometimes, but at the same time, you could put yourself in a, in a worse predicament. Like, you know what I'm saying, like some people, huh? Like when you're behind and you're you're playing catch up, but at the same time, the amount that you get. And once my friend told me how much you get, I'm like, shit, I wish I could. I'm paying, I'm paying more than she did, and I and I only got like a like a little room, you know what I'm saying for rent. And she and I paid more than her, but um, you know what I'm saying. I do agree with the the uh, the property, the, the the management, you know, what I'm saying apartment management of why did. Couldn't I can understand that, but I also can understand the tenant, the good tenant perspective. So it's like, okay, you know, say how could we resolve this? I think that it's, I mean, it's a catch twenty two. I think it's a case by case study, but at the same time, you can't make someone make a business do something that. You know what I'm saying? That is something that's totally in the control. I can, we cannot make, we can force a business, but at the same time, will, will, will people take advantage of something good? Because the Section 8 welfare system is supposed to be something temporary and not supposed to be permanent. And I don't know if you know, I just realized this too, the place that had Section 8, I drove through and it's been a while since I drove to this area. Guess what? Gone. The whole area gone like Thanos snap gone and I'm like oh man this was a this was a whole neighborhood wiped out nothing but grass now that's how long it's been and with we're especially here in in Alabama they're building stuff they're building more stuff so it's like now it's like you're gonna have to up your game and like I hope everybody could find something. Someone may not. I, I really do hope that they could 
find something to where they have to pay more, but it's more affordable. I do think that we should have more realistic, affordable homes. I understand that properties want to make money, granted, a profit, but at the same time, we have to be realistic. It's almost like how a job can keep you on the same wage, knowing that things are, everything is inflating, going up. It's really, it's really kind of, it's, it's really frustrating on everybody because you got, you're, you're increasing the homeless, but at the same time, you want to make money. And I think we got to have a happy medium. I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon, but at the same time, it's like, this is really happening. And I think people is like, I will say, you know what I'm saying? Save up, try to get a better job, get your, definitely get your credit up and try to get a better place. I mean, that's the only solution I could come up with. Um, yep. That's all I got today. Um, uh, take care, um, be safe and hey, I'll catch you next time.